Hey guys, this is Rich. We're back with another episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. Um, right up front, Pear and Fran are, are uh, away. Pear's got, I don't know, German overlord uh, duties, and Fran is in a meeting on how to be nice. So, Do you know uh, what number literally. We're on? Huh? Do you know what number we're on? Oh, man. I don't know. We're getting close to 100. Guys, yeah, we're very close to 100. I've, I've been having some discussions about episode <laughs> 100. Um, so, we've got Audrey here. Hello. We've got Sam. How's it going, everybody? Jack. Hey, Kooplings. And then we've actually got a, a special guest. Um, we've got Ben from Frozen Codebase, and uh, they're the developers of Jam City Roller, Girl, Roller Girls um, for the Wii. It's actually on WiiWare. Um, say hello, Ben. Hello, everyone. Cool. So uh, we're gonna Ben's going to join us for the whole hour, um, talk about you know everything we're going to talk about, and then we'll get in a little bit to uh, Jam City Roller Girls and... Um, you know, get Ben's thoughts on just the state of, of downloadable content and the Wii and the WiiWare. It's dead. It's all yeah, dead. all of it. You're uh, wrong. <laughs> and big shock, we're going to be talking about the 3DS. I'm just too. You know, I don't, I don't know, whatever the 3DS is. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I mean, let's let's get started. I mean, uh, let's go through what we've been playing. Um, Audrey, what uh, you been playing? I've been playing Radiant Historia, which I'm cool. reviewing. Cool. Uh, what are you giving it? Can't, you can't. That's okay. No? Is, is that a DS game? Yeah, it's a DS it's game. It's like a three, right? Totally. Oh, yeah. Total sucks. three. No. Uh, I can tell really it's a cool. Japanese RPG by the title, but does it have some, <laughs> does it have some history behind it? Is it, like is it a, Radiant or does it have history? It's both Radiant and Historia. Is it from the Radiant series? Uh, no, not that no. I know. Okay. Yeah. Like radiant cool. Silver. Guns. What is um, it? It's, it's really cool, actually. It's a JRPG, but it takes a lot of chances um, mm -hmm. while still feeling like a traditional JRPG, which is really cool mm -hmm. because a lot of people complain about JRPGs being is stuck the in the past. Publisher? Um. Uh, -oh. uh, Atlas. Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Cool. And uh, I also, in my GBA slot, I have Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I just started a new file. Cool. Ooh. Cool game. Awesome. Get a DSi. <laughs> no GBA slots. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? Upgrade. Um, I've had a kind of a boring boring uh, game week. I've, I've been doing a lot of gaming, but uh, it's all on uh, arcade games. I got a new new machine at the house, Burger Time. And nice. I've been fixing awesome. that up over the weekend and playing that a lot. We had a party, and so... I was trying to get the high score, and I got—I uh, did not get the high score. You, so. ha you have room in your place for an arcade machine? Nine. What? Oh, wow. We uh, need to get rid of two. Wow. If anybody out there is looking for a Galaxian machine or a Golden Axe machine. I wish I had room in I my place for arcade <laughs> machines. <laughs> what are you yeah, selling for? I don't even have room for a couch <laughs> in my very, place. Very, very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't Golden I Axe, need man. to get them out of the house. Golden That's Axe awesome. is cool. Golden Axe is actually in an Asteroids Deluxe cabinet because they're all conversions and they usually are just a black, ugly cabinet. But somebody mm -hmm. had converted this really nice. And it's awesome. It's good. It's in good shape. But Burger ah. Time is the best game ever and I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's your so favorite Golden Axe? I've only played the first one. I've never played that. Uh, and then the second one's called Revenge of Death Adder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, and then the, that's only on Genesis, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, I've never played any of the Genesis ports. I like that one because uh, Kronos Late, the uh, the Panther guy, had a move that was unblockable. So that was like, <laughs> that game's kind of hard. So <laughs> you can just beat the game because he had a move that was cheap. Yeah. And then for work, I've been playing a little Big Planet 2. Nice. Cool. Which I like. It's yeah. fun. Jack, I am playing a JRPG on the PS3 called Hyper Dimension Neptunia. What are with these names? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so so get so get this shit. Um, it is a game about um these four goddesses who rule over the land of game industry. Excellent. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. There is the green goddess over the land of Lean Box. The white goddess who rules over Lowee. <laughs> the black goddess who nice. rules over Laystation. 
<laughs> and, the purple, and the purple goddess who rules over Plan Neptune. You are making this shit no, up. No, I wish, I wish I was, but I'm not. It is a game that is um, uh, a weird like mythological story about how the three big game companies, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, teamed up. And took down Sega. And is now, Sega the publisher? Is, yes, Sega is the publisher. Which is Neptune, which was the code name ever. for the Dreamcast, if you guys remember. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, banished. So Neptune gets banished. You play as Neptune, the, the Dreamcast, basically. And you fight your way back up to heaven to take down Xbox, Wii, and PlayStation. Wow. This is like AM2 and Sega teams, like, or Sonic teams, uh, like you know revenge is like making a yeah. game about it's it. the weirdest thing we all know it doesn't end well though. I know, exactly. this is a ps3 game a ps3 game yeah do you get to launch what? dreamcast 2 at the end of it is that like yeah a i guess so. <laughs> i'm like it's it's so weird and the game's actually not all that fun but i'm like i, I have to finish because i have to know what happens right yeah i, think I can tell you what happens i, know. I think yeah, we all can they get to the end and you find out nobody actually likes neptune as a goddess everyone still just wants to play these other ones yeah Power Stone. There's not much going for it, I guess. Yeah. Totally. Wow, that yeah, is all the, the craziest summons and everything are like are like uh, old Sega games and stuff. It's a, just an RPG, like a yeah, just top really, down. really uh, basic. Uh, well, what do you fight like in? Right now, I'm fighting Mario. Uh, some Mario, I'm yeah. fighting some little guys that look like Space Invaders and some like. Bugs. So this reference Crash is really early in. Yeah, okay, there's but, like lots of game references. Yeah, the whole thing is full of game references. What? That sounds amazing. It does if, sound if, amazing, but it's, it's like yeah, it's. It's Everything kind of about it's amazing market, except for that yeah, part where you bit. play it. But wow. yeah, I'm, right. I'm teamed up with a with a nurse who has a really giant syringe that she uses like a gun. <laughs> I don't. So, I don't yeah. even like my mind is blown right now. Yeah. I don't, wow. All right. Symbolic. Cool. Ben, what you what you playing? Well, uh, you know, in the last week or so, I've played three games. One being Blitz on the N64. Nice. Okay, we had nice. a company Christmas party and we had a Blitz tournament that was awesome. Awesome. And uh, it, it brought back fond memories of that game. Um, still nothing like a good arcade sports game. And then I, I've also been playing a lot of Connect, actually. Okay. Um, what game is on there? We bought a Connect. Basically, Connectimals and <laughs> uh, Connect Sports and Connect Adventures. Um, okay. I've got an 8-year-old and 5-year-old, and they love the thing. So mm-hmm. when I go home, it's like, okay, the hardcore gaming has to stop. And <laughs> nice. you know, at, at work, I did start playing a little Minecraft because all the guys got into it. So I had to check it out and see what it's all about. Very cool game. Amazing what you know one guy can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it takes some, it takes some tech, technical know how too. It's not yeah. like a game; it's easy to pick up. Um, did you? What, what's like the worst uh, or what's your least favorite experience out of that trilogy of Connect uh, games? Like I, I've really um, down on Connect Adventures. I yeah, I actually Connect Adventures. The, that seems to be the kids' favorite, which I thought it would be huh, Connectables. Surprising. Yeah, hmm. I thought so um, too. But they they really so my personal thing is I. I, I kind of like the Connectimals just because it's a little more in, like innovative in the sense of you kind of knew what to expect with Connect Sports. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, they're going to do a, a Wii Sports yeah. sort of thing. Um, Connect Adventures, it seems, at least to 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 my taste, it gets a little uh, boring because all you do is you just do one of the five different types of games. Yeah, there's over so and little to do. It's like you know? it's like one fifth of a of a Wii game. It's right. strange. It doesn't seem like it works very well either. No, maybe because yeah. I had furniture. It, it doesn't. <laughs> and like, yeah, if you, you are set up right, like things work so much better. Like yeah. I found, like the difference is, is astounding. You basically have to clear out your living room for. I mean, that's what we ended up doing. Yeah. We just don't have a table now yeah. in front of the couch because there was no room for it, and the kids <laughs> wanted to play that. But they love that game, and uh, I, I thought they'd like Connectimals. I like Connectimals just for the, like, sort of the, you know, 
because I'm a former AI programmer, right? It's like I like how the the creature actually kind of reacts to things you're doing in the room. So I find that kind of fascinating. How the you know the guy that was programming that probably had to think about how it would get bored and you know all the animation hmm. involved in that. So I think for a Connect game, that's that's my favorite so far. But you reviewed that, right? I did review Connect a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. <laughs> it's, it's, cute. it's super cute. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like pretty. it's one of those like, games like that it yeah it's one of those games that you're supposed to play like a little bit at a time over like months and I played it the whole thing in a weekend so like I was so sick <coughs> petting that cat by the end of it. <laughs> well, I mean, how, you how can does... only pet the cat so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much not is, a euphemism, by the way. How does Connectimals uh, compare to like Nintendo cats and stuff from what you've? I mean, um, from from your limited time with Nintendo cats. The I think Connectimals really like kind of uh, expanded on on yeah. the kind of virtual pet thing. It gave you a lot more to do. It kind of gave you a it gave you a story mm-hmm. to figure out. This like cool little mystery, um, and you felt more involved in it. You had goals to work towards. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, we haven't seen a lot from Nintendo but it doesn't really look like they're putting that into it. It looks like right. they're really just, just in the room upgrading the, the yeah. original Nintendo Dogs, mm-hmm. which is just kind of very 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 casual. Like here's your dog. Play with your dog <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff. So, but yeah. you can give it a hat and some sunglasses. It's weird. Yeah. Nintendo has some franchises where they just like stay the course. You know, it's like Animal Crossing, Nintendo Dogs, Pokemon. Like they really don't try to innovate, and hey, like hey. there are other stuff. We had a four-page dissertation <laughs> yeah. on the evolution of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pokemon! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, come, come on. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're it's right. Good I, pun, I mean, I think most of their franchises almost stay the course. I mean, Metroid's probably the one that's changed the most. I would but say. That's yeah. I, I just think with, with Mario time. and Metroid yeah. and Zelda, they really do try stuff different. I mean, I think like the difference between does you know, Zelda f- really fan- try new things? I think Phantom Hourglass is yeah. pretty pretty different. True, true. So is Wind Waker. I mean, I, I think just Wind especially Waker, just the look and stuff. I mean, like if you line up the Animal Crossings, they're they're identical, and I think mm-hmm. Nintendo is too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> what have I been playing? We did all the 3DS stuff last week. Been playing a little bit of Ocarina of Time on the Wii. I've been running around too much. I actually was up in Seattle over the weekend. Saw video games Were live. Were you playing the, d- the downloadable virtual console version? Yeah, yeah, virtual console. Um, which How does is that look? Is it, they pumped up the resolution? No, to that. It's, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, I think they I did. a it's little a bit, board. but yeah, well, I mean, it looks smoother. Like it's still pretty it slurry. It looks smoother just being on the Wii, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's a direct port. What's the download? Well, the GameCube one was better. What's the download? Like, was it a long download? It's just a direct port of the N64 one. I don't A little bit. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I think. What are you asking? I was asking the how size. long the download what was on that because you'd think oh, Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah. My connection Days. sucks. Compared I mean, to most VC games or WiiWare. I think so. what, what Ocarina of Time was about 512 megabytes or something like that. I, I remember it was the biggest N64 game yet at that point. But I don't remember if it was Aren't there only 512 megabytes on the Wii itself on the flash drive? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I know I'm there is. I, I, after, well, no, because after Ocarina and Majora's Mask, I'm almost out of room. Yeah. And then I think I've got um, Link to the Past and a couple other games, but I'm, I'm pretty much out of room. What temple did you get to in Ocarina? Um, I was playing with my friend, and so she is getting, like, every little heart piece she can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see, we're at Jabu Jabu. Wow. Awesome. I love that part of the game, the first time you play that. It's mm-hmm. just like, what, there's this much more game? It, although, I have to so confess, great. after playing the 3DS version now, I'm kind of like, I don't want to play the 3DS version now. Yeah. I don't, I'm a little over the old school version. I mean, I love it. It's my favorite game of all time. But, yep. Um, one of the best reviewed games of all time, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Ninety nine percent or something ridiculous. I remember that was the first ten I ever saw on IGN, and my mind was blown. And then I just couldn't wait to get the game. So, Pear uh, did that review, right? Yeah, that was that was Pear, and and Matt did a backup. And I, if I recall correctly, Matt actually was fairly adamant about not giving it a ten, but Pear. He was wrong. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Pear like exerted authority, and ten it was. So, 
Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's uh, let's jump over to the 3DS. I mean, I know we we did a sort of a special podcast about it uh, last Friday when Jack and I got back from New York. Um, but you know, we've got Ben here, and and there were a lot of topics we just didn't have time to cover. You know, we only. We only spent 25 <laughs> minutes talking about it last time, and we, we've clearly got two months to keep talking about it um, until something actually gets released. So I guess the one the one question I wanted to ask, and Ben, let's, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, do you think the 3DS will be successful? And just from what you've read about it, what you know about it as you've seen the news coming out, what do you consider its like best and worst attributes? Is that, you know? I mean, I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. I, I'll just put that right on the table. I, mm -hmm. you know, I got to play it uh, a little bit at E3, mm -hmm. and um, I really like the 3D uh, of it. You know, you people can say, well, okay, it's great. You don't, you know, you don't have to have glasses. And at first, that seems kind of gimmicky, like, well, big deal. I don't have to have glasses. But just that alone, I think, really mm -hmm. helps it even more than like the 3D TV we hear about coming out and all that, and we see what's going on with that and not as big of a deal, but once you put the interactivity in it, I think it makes a big deal. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about it. You know, obviously the big thing is the price point, and, um, you know, I'm concerned. I, I hope that uh, enough people buy it. So do, you, do you think it's too high, or are you kind of right I, I in there? I think, you know, I can understand why they need to make it what, what you know, what they're making it, but mm -hmm. I, I just feel with us in my own bias perspective as independent developers, for us it's all about, um, you know, the more 3DSs that can get on the market, the better, because mm -hmm. that enables us to make more games. Sure. So I'm a little worried that a price point that high for a handheld, you mm -hmm. know, I guess I'll just say it. I mean, I'm a little worried, you know, like with PSP, for example, we really liked that system, but I think the market penetration just wasn't deep enough. And then mm -hmm. obviously with like PSP Go and stuff, I mean, we, you know, sure. not, not to even go there, but I'm hoping that that does not happen to okay. the 3DS. And it's a great system, but, you know. Do you think the 3D really will be through? enough of an attractive thing that I, it'll just... I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a new thing that I hadn't really seen. Um, mm -hmm. I like the the sort of the uh, the back of using the back of the um, 3ds as well to, to do controls is kind of an interesting idea hmm. um, I mean do, do you are there, are there any other like like attributes about it that you, that you think are, are maybe negative or, or overwhelmingly positive outside of the 3d I mean like uh, um, street pass spot pass anything like that uh, I haven't really been I'm following the technical aspects of uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that but mm -hmm. I, I guess the the most interesting it's dumb. thing it's this thing where like you can like walk past people and it exchanges your memes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean the spot, don't sweat it. Spot pass is basically where you walk past a Wi-Fi spot and it, it'll actually just download content to your DS. You know, oh, it, gotcha. It, right, like right, basically right. just seamless additions to what you've got. Right. So do um, you think that uh, I mean, I mean development is going to be much more expensive for first of all creating a 3D game, right? But second of all, creating like you know potentially a cartridge-based game, you know, right. and that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems like with, like, I think, like, as a developer, there might be some daunting hurdles with producing 3D. Yeah, stuff. I mean, we're, we're trying, um, so one of the things going on at Nintendo is that they're trying to figure out who to give these kits to right now, just like when the Wii was first yeah, coming out. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we don't, we don't have any in the office yet. We're trying to get some so we can get into, like, these technical details and figure out what the deal is, but... What we do know is we, we use Vicious Engine. That's our engine of choice, Vicious Game Engine. And, um, you know, we believe that that technology is going to be pretty easy to port to the 3DS. And I think it's going to be even be easier um, based on, like, the white papers that we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the processing power of it, it's a much more powerful system. Yeah, so, yeah. to me, it's like the benefits outweigh the negatives. Like, yeah, it's going to be hard to figure out how to how to sort of make sure that, you know, the, the, the 3D like actually images coming through because 
I believe you have to render something to the top layer as well as the bottom layer. That's what I was talking about before with mm -hmm. the, the back layer, the back of it. But, um, you know, I guess a little early to say, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not as worried. We were all worried about um, accelerometers at first when we first came out. We're like, how can you program that? How can you do this and that? But Nintendo always provides like some good solutions for that for example if you're it's a just part of their sd yeah they give okay. you sdk like yeah. tools and things like that so I'd, I'd imagine i mean they'll do the same thing for the for 3ds 3D. yeah it's kind of interesting i mean, I, mean I don't think any developers have ever been like presented with like really easy 3d tools like that in the past i mean yeah i mean sony's not pushing that it's, right? it's remains to be seen like what they'll give and and all that and That's and cool. if they they don't give it that means you know we have to program more and and try to figure it out but yeah I mean, you know, we've seen with WiiWare some tremendous support in, in the title, you know, we'll be talking about in a little bit with Jam City. And uh, I'd assume they're going to keep that going with uh, 3DS. And from what I've heard, there's no plans to not have DSiWare. You know, that'll still be there. Yeah. Definitely. And hopefully more prominent. I think they're going to push it. And the yeah. fact that you guys mm -hmm. got, even got to see a little bit of the interface maybe. Or yeah, I think, like Jack, Jack, you kind of checked okay, out cool. the, the menu interface system and everything a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Which um, is superior, Yeah, right? it looked like they really streamlined the shopping experience because it was kind of Definitely. wonky on the Wii. Yeah, so yeah. You good. can um, And you can actually change how the things display. You can have like one like one line that you can cycle through or you can have it be in two if you want to kind of like with slightly smaller icons if you want it like more compacted. But yeah, I mean, and just the ability to hit the home button and go through the menu. And so most things you have to quit out of your game if you deselect it, but, like, hmm. it's actually fast. Like, you just hit it, and it goes into this <coughs> thing, and you can go, like, you know, jump can into your can camera. Can you search by you. genre or by anything like that? Is there better organization? Um, the, the store, they they weren't um, showing off too okay. much because it's not actually up. So I thought they showed like, like in the video that you can click on like the Mario section yeah, or yeah, whatever. it seemed like they had like cool. pre-built mm -hmm. things, so they are gonna have genres and then and then special things like based on characters mm -hmm. that they'll. Say I think when. one of our perceptions really as like gamers and also as press is that like we have trouble like finding out about WiiWare games, mm -hmm. you know. Right. And, and we get press right. releases from Nintendo, but you know that's means you have to go do right. it. You know, you right. have to go sign up for that stuff and it's difficult. Yeah, and I know I'm hoping, I mean, yeah. especially from here on out with Wii, like they can they can still make changes and they do. Yeah. But like it, this would be their big opportunity to really step up their store stuff and like they have to. I mean, yeah. it's so much easier on the iPhone, which is suddenly their big competitor. You know? I agree. I mean, I think that WiiWare, you know, everyone kind of poo-poos it, but it, it's actually a really nice service to develop for it's it's just a matter of how do you get your game out there so people know that it's mm -hmm. coming out and yeah, yeah. i mean that's what we're doing with jam city now it's like just we're finding ourselves a lot of times uh saying okay go here go here this is how you connect to the internet for example because a lot of we owners don't have theirs connected to the internet yet mm -hmm. hopefully with 3ds that's you're talking about swap passes and all that mm -hmm. hopefully that makes it easier for people to get online and uh easily know that okay there's the store there and that becomes an integrated experience because right now People aren't aware how to use DSI. Is even, DSiWare is even harder. Uh, my son uses DSi a lot, and he's never really been able to get on and figure out how to hmm. how to go there and buy virtual content. I mean, he's only eight, but still, yeah. I mean, if, if the you probably don't want him adding money. And right, stuff. exactly. That's <laughs> probably a bad idea. Well, it's funny because actually, anecdotally, uh, I heard that with with Apple with iPhone, I, I heard a story about someone's kid who like got you know they bought the game for the kid. And then he, he purchased a bunch of, like, I don't know, treasures or whatever. I'm not sure what game this is, but ended up running up, like, a $100 bill just by Ooh. doing in-game purchases. Yeah, I've heard that keeps happening with that Smurfs game. That's like That might have been the one. It's oh, like really? the big backdoor thing. Yeah, there's yeah. a Smurfs village or something 
where like kids are just like it's so easy to buy stuff because it's that, like what free to on. download right but then yeah, you if you're using your, your your mom's iphone you know it's <laughs> like you just well you put in your apple password uh, once and then it never asks you for it again yeah so <laughs> and every time you just click on something you could just be you, know, you wow. can buy something in the store over and over it's really funny yeah. Yeah, that's great. Is there a reason that you guys uh, are, are really interested in developing for WiiWare over, say, Xbox Live or PSN? I mean, is there? I, I like. I mean, I think the the thing about it is that WiiWare has a forty meg space limit, and you hear a lot of people complain about that and say, "Oh, well, when are they going to raise it to a hundred? Or when are Super Meat Boy had to be canceled because of it. Right, but yeah, but I think well, I don't know. I, I heard there it might not be or whatever, but okay. I, I think that's speculation or whatever. But mm-hmm. the truth is, um, I feel personally that. Um, you know, it's better to have a limit than not have a limit because then it allows us independent developers to actually make games. If you go and say your limit is two gigs, mm-hmm. all you're going to end up with on on these systems is people that can afford to make two gigs worth of content because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not trivial to go and make all these high-poly models and Interesting, yeah. be, keep pushing this out. So obviously, usually, in most cases, a two-gig game is going to cost more to make than a than a 40-meg game. So if you keep the limits down, it levels the playing field and... It allows us to compete against oh, an really EA cool. or something like that. that. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I want to jump back to 3DS because I'm curious. You know, as a developer, do you do you think 3D is going to change gameplay? You know, it's sort of a, a difference in presentation and experience. But do you think it actually has an impact on gameplay? And like, as a developer, say say you're working on the 3DS, you know, you can turn the 3D off. So I mean, does that does that yeah. completely negate the fact? You know, what you might actually you know plan for with a 3D game? I, that's a good question. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but I mean, I definitely know what I saw looked more immersive and impressive. Just like mm-hmm. if you think about your best 3D experience, I think that's what you're going to get. But the question is about gameplay, not about graphics. So that's what makes it interesting. I, I'm i trying to think now immediately of how we could make gameplay and mechanics. Yeah. Just your question leads me to that thought process because I, there's got to be something. It's just not coming to mind. But mm-hmm. I mean, every time you add a new piece of technology... There's usually some kind of design mechanic that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Nintendo's obviously they're well, usually what they do is they have like Wii Sports was for for Wii that was like the here's a bunch of it's like a toolbox for developers. Here's sure. all the things you can do with with Wii Sports, and we immediately start looking at how the accelerometer works and all that, and how the Wii Mote works. Now I hope they do something like that with 3DS, so we can think about what kind of mechanics 3D could inspire. I, I don't know, maybe maybe it becomes more of a um, you know, maybe games that are very 3D, like first-person shooters or something mm-hmm. like that, might get a benefit from it. I, I don't know. I just off the top of my head. Yeah, sure, sure. Cool. Um, and then, I mean, I, I'm just curious. How, when you're looking at the iPhone, how how big of a threat do you think that is to something like the 3DS or or even the Wii? And just in general, when you're when you're putting out downloadable content on WiiWare, on XBLA, whatever. Um, how, how big of a competitor is the iPhone, or do you think it kind of operates in its own realm since it's it's so mass market, so cheap, so you know it's on my phone? And I mean, it's like all touch control. Yeah. I think that's yeah, a big difference. like with without a controller, without right. any sort of physical input. Um, how do you, how do you see it competing really, or, I, or does it? I think it's a mistake to say it isn't competing. That's mm-hmm. my personal belief. You see a lot of people saying, "Well, it's a different market," or whatever. I, I don't think it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that most of you know gamers that have that kind of Exposable income are probably going to by that point have an iPod Touch at least or something like that or maybe an mm-hmm. iPad. Um, so I think it is competition and it's something we got to take seriously. I mean, for a long time Apple was like, wait a minute, we we've got games on our system. You know, it's yeah. almost like they yeah. they forgot all about that and then all of a sudden you've got 
you know, how many how many do we have now? Like 300,000 some games. Yeah. Are, I mean, it's ridiculous. Just, and from what I understand, like uh, from just people we know that work at Apple, like they are really focusing on it now. Like, right. Yeah, it's this becoming is, like, a big deal like, for them. This is what our app store right. is, you know, is games. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for example, we'd like to take our, our stuff to iPhone, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's something we're working on. So it's like, I think that smart independent developers will start to do that more and and a lot already have i mean you see a ton of games out there and a ton of people doing that already mm-hmm. again so, cluttered though you know yeah no it's better organized right. than other things it's like wow there's so much you know there's a lot of stuff and 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 it's not i hate to say it but the quality control just isn't there i mean it's you can get a you can get a bunch of, and and yeah everyone hears about uh, what was that story the other week about the 12 year old making the yeah. bubble game yeah. or whatever it is and it sold like a million units <laughs> which is or a rip off of which uh, rips off most of crayon physics yeah oh yeah okay which is yeah. Sad so, so it's like, like crayon yeah. physics is a perfect game for the iphone that never got yeah well, really i don't think that you can really ignore the iphone obviously it's it's making a wave in yeah. gaming but it's really it really is a different experience the price is True. so much lower you don't really have to think so much about spending two dollars or even seven dollars on mm-hmm. a game right. and i know i personally like if i buy cut the rope or even infinity cut blade that's not gonna stop me from buying a ds game i otherwise would have oh, interesting. it's yeah. really something additional i mean nintendo's typical answer to that sort of thing is you know we provide the deeper experiences we have exactly. the ips that nobody right. else can have and, and that's that's at least for now been their sort of line against uh when, whenever anybody when you ask about the i actually asked him about it the, the event last week and you just see him nod because they know it's coming you know they know the <laughs> question's coming they're like, and then they just go zelda mario metroid for an independent developer you know? right yeah. annoying. yeah well and that's so, like, why i say that i mean i mean <laughs> i mean ultimately we we like to have a, the more platforms the better from mm-hmm. my point of view because that okay. gives us a chance to put out our ip on a a bunch of different systems. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, a Jam City game, a roller derby game on the iPhone would be a different experience than it is on WiiWare. I mm-hmm. mean, it would have to be because on WiiWare, you know you're going to have people standing in front of a TV or sitting in front of a TV because we didn't put in heavy motion controls. Mm-hmm. But, um, Good. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, so, it, and it's different. You're, otherwise, it, handheld is a totally different, I mean, you got to think about, well, um, you know, first off, how would you even do it multiplayer? And, and, you know, then you're talking about a different multiplayer experience because you're not sharing the screen anymore. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how are you controlling? There's no controller. So, you know, you're controlling with the actual accelerometer inside of the device or with your fingers on, which my only complaint about iPhone games is I hate the little, I've never been able to get used to the little Touch virtual joystick. Yeah, I, I, just, yeah. Like, I would love like, a D-pad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. Amazing. yeah. I actually saw a racing game and I don't remember which which racing game it is, and I'm sure I'm going to have someone from Apple yelling at me when they <laughs> when, when they listen to this. But um, you know, you, you can get a little racing wheel on there, or you can get it where you're just arrows. Like there's all these different control inputs, so you oh, can okay. you can get a virtual wheel, you can tilt, you mm-hmm. can get little arrows, and I can't remember. There's just well, there's something, something funny about controlling with touch, though. Right. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to do something that you're so used to doing with buttons. You know? Maybe yeah. I'm a classic like or an old school gamer in the sense that I I mean I liked. My, I think the PS2 controller, that's still my favorite controller, which is basically the PS3 controller, yep. mm-hmm. um, even though I'm basically a Xbox 360 primarily owner and then Wii secondary. But it's still that PS2 controller is so intuitive. You know, and it's like there were so many generations of improving on that controller in your hands and that experience um, that maybe my own brain is just so wired to a joystick that I'm mm-hmm. still stuck in that. But but I don't know, really. I mean, it seems that there's something more mechanical about hitting buttons versus hitting virtual buttons that... I don't know if we'll ever there's see. A, there's like a more tactile really thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, just 
physically pressing a button. Right. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know right. if you can ever replace that in a way. That's what yeah. we keep talking about with Connect. Is that's one mm -hmm. of its biggest problems. Is you right. don't really, really feel like you're interacting with the game, mm -hmm. which right. is a big problem. Yeah, or you right. should be, if especially it's, if for it's programmed, you know, perfect, really, really good, you know, recognition of people. Then that's going to be the, the, yeah, that's what right. makes it work. Like Just Dance, like when it's working, it's like wow, I can't mm -hmm. believe right. this, how well it does work. But when you are waving and it's not recognizing, yeah, then and that's dancing like is <coughs> the worst feeling. Right. Dancing is sort of a different thing because that's the kind of thing you don't really need to feel like you're like pushing a, a button box. for. You're not reaching out and trying to touch something exactly. and not actually feeling tiger fur. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you're just trying to follow your your mouse pointer hand around, like when if when it feels right, it feels great and it's perfect. But like mm -hmm. when it's lagging and stuff, it's just like yeah. you know that's the situation when you're like, I wish I just had a joystick. I'm actually curious, Ben, from a development perspective, what do you find more appealing, Connect or Move, or or, or um, Wii? I mean. I I guess. Hmm. I mean, does does removing I mean, the, controllers like s sort of make you? Eh, I don't know I, if I really want that. Yeah, like I was I was a little bit worried about that with Connect at first because they were saying there there were a lot of rumors going around before it came out, and um, you know we've we've done before we did Jam City, which we're launching now. We did the Kickass game on PSN. Mm -hmm. That was our most recent game, and then prior to that, we did cruise ship vacation games on the Wii. So we haven't done a 360 game since Zombie Wranglers, which okay. was a while ago. So we weren't, we didn't get right on the bandwagon of getting the Connect in the office. I mean, we have one now, but we didn't get right into it and get into the SDK to know. And one big question we had, since we weren't looking at it, was, um, will you be able to have the controller as well mm -hmm. while you've while you're doing the Connect? And you know, that's that's a real issue then, because at least with the can move, you? You, can. Yeah. you can, you I can, you can. Yeah, I, so that's the answer. All you my can. favorite yeah. like games I'm excited about. I'm just thinking like, well, how cool would it be if you could do gestures, but then go but back. But also, and yeah, yeah. So the answer cool is you idea. can if because they, when they get it, there. it recognizes both controllers. Like I don't think anyone's wow, made a neat. game. It actually for it. and it knows what the Xbox 360 controller yeah. looks like too. Well, I don't know how that works, but I know that like you play any given Connect game right mm -hmm. now, and it, you can go back, use your controller, and press buttons, and it recognizes it as like yeah, controller yeah. two or something. That's yeah. gonna be really yeah. cool so, if they start doing that. I, so I think developers, yeah, yeah I, I think, think we like should a be driving game where you can like you know shoot with your hand or something like. Yeah. See, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. Well, Steel Battalion is supposed to use both. Both. Okay. Oh. So there we go. That's, that could be awesome. Control panel on your screen and that thing because there's just so and many the buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That could be really cool. We can't have that giant uh, we've, joystick. Yeah, we we've have got a steel battalion. Thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that'll probably be the first game then. I connect. Yeah. I think has, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Dance Central lets you navigate the menus with right, the controller, right. but like I haven't seen any Connect game that lets you play anything with the controller right. yet. Could be really, really, so really like, cool. So like Move, Move was cool in the sense that. We knew that, you know, it just assigns it as a different controller. So we knew that it at least had that. And then we were worried about, well, is Connect going to allow that? But now it seems mm -hmm. that Connect is. And I think the technology of Connect, I, I hate to say it, but I just, I think it's more more smooth, mm -hmm. like, to use. Okay. Um, you know, but then again, I think PS3 and we kind of have their back. We like all of them, really. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that PS3 is a little more, um, you know, it like, with the with the actual, like, Move controller, you get some very accurate results from that, and you know you can trust them. I'm not... Since we're not making a Connect game, mm -hmm. I'm not yet. I, I'm not quite sure how accurate you can get those results back. Sure, it might be faster. My intuition says it might be faster to develop games on the PS3 just because of the the way that the technology works. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we'll have to see if we end up making a Connect game. How you know, maybe Microsoft probably gives you some tools to sure. to detect that motion. But um, cool. Yeah. So awesome. I. My answer is, you know, the more consoles, the better, as always. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. There's <laughs> a third party. We got, you know, we got to be careful. On this, so. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Mr. Sony calling me up, <laughs> whoever that is. Nice. Um, let's talk about Jam City Roller Girls. Um, I mean, first off, I didn't know what the hell 
uh, <laughs> like a ro- roller derby. A, exactly. Like you know, <coughs> I know so, all about roller derby. Yeah, Sweet. I mean, Sam, nice. you were telling me about it. I mean, um, so I mean, just in, okay. in a nutshell, give our listeners an idea of w- what a roller derby is. Sure. So, oh man, um, <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of girls in skirts and fishnets on skates, uh, being the crap out of each other, but also playing a sport while they're doing it. And the the butt also is a very important distinguishing factor because it's not derby like it was in the 70s or whatever, where it was basically, you know, some girls in bikinis and they're they're they happen to be on skates and there were mm-hmm. alligators in the middle of the pit. It's it's it, <laughs> it's very, I don't that, remember that alligator yeah. rollerball. <laughs> roller, yeah, this is a rollerball. This, this actually happened in it's the 70s, and it, this is this is a story famous in the derby community and why derby kind of died in the 70s. They actually had because the players were dying. They, <laughs> the yeah, they actually had alligators in a pit in some. This was on TV somewhere. Wow. And uh, yeah, and you can go on YouTube and see it. It's just re- it got to a level of ridiculousness beyond wow. even. Mm-hmm. WWF or WWE. I mean, just way past that. And so eventually it kind of died off. And okay. in, uh, you know, the early 2000s, um, a bunch of uh, girls at, in Austin were just in the back of a bar and they're like, hey, let's do this. And they just started coming up with actual rules for actual roller derby. Oh, okay. And so it's no longer do you need the bank tracks. Like this is real life derby I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So there's no real, there's no bank tracks. In it. Well, there are, but Mostly, these are flat track leagues. Okay. Which because means you, they, you play in a in a roller. Yeah, rink. in a roller rink or a the few um, that are left. a warehouse or mm-hmm. wherever. I mean, you know, like our local league, the Fox City Foxes, play in a sports center, which is normally basketball courts during the day, and then they just take okay. over the basketball court, put up a bunch of bleachers, and then everyone comes. And the goal and is just a race. Yeah, well, sort of. Uh, it, it's it's a race, but there's a lot more complexity to it. Okay. So, for example, there's two teams. There's a jammer on each team. And the, the jammer's job is to get through the pack. And okay. once she gets through the pack once and then gets through again, she scores a point for every other blocker she passes. And there's okay. two teams out there. you got to picture there's five girls on each team. So there's and ten, ten all people racing in it. Okay. Right. And they each have a jammer. And their goal is kind of to pass through each other's teams. Right. Okay. And then you score by going around. You score okay. by passing. So like in Jam City, the game, for example – we we knew that it was a new concept, so we put on uh, little um, green orbs above the heads that indicate points mm-hmm. so that you know, okay, that's my objective is to score points. Mm-hmm. And that way you know when you're about to score a point and it gives you motivation to want to pass that blocker. And then the orb kind of sucks up into you just as if you had just killed a monster in a you know action RPG game and, gotcha. and the XP sucks up into your body. Okay. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a modern kind of phenomena. There's... 30,000 registered skaters. There's 600 teams on six different wow. countries. And that actual means they have like DJing and bands playing. Yep. My, my band's huh. played a couple of matches. Really it's really, it's really nice. fun. Like it, it's, huh. it's cool. Which, you, which you league are you? Wasted. Uh, that was yeah. Arizona roller derby. Arizona? Cool. So that, yeah, I'm from Tucson and like, nice. do, I mean, we used to go and like a lot of my girlfriend's friends were doing it. She, she never did it cause she is a violinist. She never want to break her wrist. Cause girls <laughs> get ba- beat up. They really? do. Yeah. You get banged up. <laughs> And it's cool yep. because like they choose different sizes for teams. So like I have like a really little friend of mine who is always like, "You should come on our team and play this position because like we need somebody like your side." You know, it's like football. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like mm-hmm. positions. Like, you, you got cut. pivots, blockers. Yeah, it's and punk is a definite. You you mentioned that you've yeah, got yeah, music, all, you've got rock, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a definite connection to this whole scene. It's it's a. You know, usually there's a band at halftime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the type of people and that the attend, girls have like classic like kind of punk names like, oh yeah like really bloody funny. mary or um you know we've got reg to rumble we've got uh beyond slay nice. <laughs> you know like there's some good names um, did you and did you use real girls and teams yeah, in the so, game okay so we licensed research that yet. That's yeah really we cool. licensed the women's flat track derby association is the one that has a hundred leagues they gathered up the the largest group of leagues 
um, of any other consortium of leagues and basically formed this group called the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. They started formalizing the rules and having tournaments. And so we, we, uh, we actually, our first team outing of Frozen Cobas was in Milwaukee at the Bruce City Bruisers bout. And it was like you're describing. It was just, we went down there to have a good time. I mean, we're, we're located in Green Bay, Wisconsin, so that's only about two hours mm-hmm. north. But, um, you know, Green Bay is a really small town. So we figured we'd go to Milwaukee and have fun for the night. So we go to this, this bout and, you know, yeah, we're having some beers. There's uh, some kind of punk band that um, we've got Reverend Norb. He's our, one of our designers. And I know him. You know Reverend Norb? Yeah, that's really? awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, my, ba- my band's played in Milwaukee a lot. And really? Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Borsa Sprinkler. Yeah, yeah so he, he got – Do you uh, want a grilled cheese? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I want to get to second base with you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's a good that's song, actually. Yeah. That's that's yeah. crazy. I'm gonna have to tell. What what's your, what's the name of your band? My band's called the Achmonics. Achmonics. Okay. Yeah, I've I'll read have a to lot tell. I'll have to tell Norb that I met you. That's yeah, really cool. yeah. Yeah, he still writes for Razor Cake, and he's um, also in his band No Bunny, which he he knows well to stuff too. Oh, so. I've heard of No Bunny actually. Yeah. Interesting. That's half my band. So I think he mentioned No Bunny to me once. Yeah, this guy dresses like a bunny. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so there's a connection there to punk rock, and you know, re- mentioning Norb, the reason I did is because. He he was the biggest punk rock force in Green Bay, and mm-hmm. then because he got signed to to go kart, and uh, so he still sells albums on Amazon, and he can go anywhere in America, as I just proved here, and people will know mm-hmm. who he is. So when we went there and we saw this, we're like, okay, this is this is an offshoot of punk, but it's got these elements of uh, so there's the music there, and we knew we could have a killer soundtrack. This was way before we went We Wear, and I'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> okay, because you know space limits, it's yeah. hard to have you know you know ten. 10 different songs in a WeWare game, which we yeah. know, it's, but unfortunately. But anyway, so we go there, and immediately in our minds, this was late 2006, believe it or not, we're like, holy crap, and we, we see these girls going through, the announcers are telling us the rules. We realized it wasn't just like, uh, you know, a fisticuffs, you know, girls being up on each other, which there was some of that, mm-hmm. but there was also rules, and they actually had to achieve objectives, just sure. like you do in a game. Mm-hmm. So we get back to the office, and we're all like, wait a minute, um, we got to make this game, you know, and mm-hmm. so who's making this game? Someone's got to be making this game. We all said to each other, like, oh, I'm sure they're making it already. We kind of made that comment, like, someone's got to be making this. Yeah, in hindsight, so we it start, seems so obvious. I can't believe it. Yeah, so we start Googling, and we start looking into anyone making the, the closest we could come with was uh, that NES game, Roller Games, where you basically yeah. you basically play it. And then so we got the ROM of it to play it, and uh, we'd play it through development because it's kind of funny. It's... It's nothing it's at all game. like roller it's really derby. Bad. It's just a beat 'em up. It's yeah. just a platformer. You happen to be on skates and you just punch some people. And it's um, so we wanted the sports aspect of it, where there's actual rules and you actually have to pass the pack. Mm-hmm. You get lead jammer status, which is a unique thing about the sport. Um, you can change your roster. You you get to increase your skills, like your speed or your strength, and uh, call strategies even for your pack, okay. so you can form a wall. So we wanted all the elements of the sport, but also the the punkiness of it, and that's why we went with the real teams, is so we could get girls like Bloody Mary in there, or Lucille Brawl, or nice. Cracker Jack, and you know. So I mean, um, <laughs> is is this something you just play like locally, or can you do online like um, with with the game or anything? Right or? now, it's just local. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, we've got a season mode, which is single player, mm-hmm. and you you create your own skater, 
-hmm. You can give her a name. We've got a random derby name generator. Nice. Where it'll say, like, block you up or <laughs> are the fan favorite. We got this through Lot Check somehow, but we got Ava JJ through Lot Check, so, yes. which is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> Skate Invader. And, you know, we came up with a bunch of names that mm -hmm. are typical glory or typical derby names. I was going to mention Gloria Hole there for a second, who's a skater from Milwaukee. But um, so they're typical, like, and, and you know, it, it's all – the thing about it is it's all very PG-13 at the bouts. It's not mm -hmm. like you see any, you know. There's little kids. There. There's little kids, yeah. It's not, you know, I always start talking about these names, and everyone's like, oh, my God, you know. But <laughs> the truth is, like, um, yeah, it's it's family-friendly in the sense that, you know, some some guys will come, and, you know, they'll get their beer, and they'll be like, oh, maybe we'll see a shirt fall off or whatever. And the, the best comment I ever had from a Brew City skater was we were talking about the <laughs> – the first timers and how they think they're going to, you know, see something or whatever. And we're like, yeah, like anyone goes to an NBA game and just thinks the guy's shorts are going to fall <laughs> off. You know, it's, I'm like, yeah, that's a very fair comment. You know, that's yeah. like, no one does that. So it's, it's very PG 13, but yet it's edgy and it's punk. And so we just love the idea. And, um, you know, so we went to the women's flat track derby association and, uh, this was 2007 and, um, sat down with them right before their tournament, the board of directors. And uh, it was Reverend Norb and I, and we had a, these these women have never most of them don't play game i mean a lot of them do but mm -hmm. um it depends you know a lot of them we they did a study actually i found that we was the most owned yeah. it, amongst all the skaters that was the most owned console so that mm -hmm. was a good choice there um but i remember norb holding up you know an xbox 360 controller and a wii controller um i don't th i don't even know if the ps3 was out yet but anyway we weren't doing ps3 games so we held up these and the, this is an xbox 360 controller you know and he's oh, wow. describing the buttons and we're talking about this is a wiimote you know and they had never seen a Wii. but anyway so they were impressed by us that morning though because uh it was like nine in the morning we met at like a restaurant slash bar in austin and uh one of them like one of the board directors orders a bloody mary actually i think it was bloody mary that ordered the bloody mary and so we just ordered beer and i think they were immediately impressed that we're indie like them. I mean, we're mm -hmm. we're also of that mold that, you know, we're going to do what it takes to make an awesome game, just like they're going to do what it takes to make a sport. I mm -hmm. mean, they're out there not getting paid to do this, sure. uh, just doing it because they love doing it, and they love the music that comes in at halftime. They love the spirit of it and the athleticism of it. So, I mean, In terms um, of uh, gameplay, I mean, are you, are you going for, like, really authentic, like, genuine to the sport? Or, you know, I mean, you mentioned the orbs. I mean, how, how exaggerated do you get? Because, I mean, I don't think a lot of people know Right. what this sport is. So, I mean, how do you, do you get a little exaggerated so that people clearly understand what's going on? Yeah. Because, like, if I'm playing a football game, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm going over there, right. you know, and <laughs> that sort of thing. But, like, with this, you know, I don't right. know what I'm doing, you know. So I We mean, do. We, we, we run a very arcadey route with this. Okay. So we, we added a lot in to sort of help people that have never heard of Derby mm -hmm. uh, sort of understand what you're doing. And it's not hard to understand because there are so many elements of a race in it. Mm -hmm. in that all you're really doing is trying to pass the other blockers. Okay. Uh, the biggest rule change comes in when you have to establish lead jammer. So the first time you get through the pack, whoever gets through first becomes lead jammer, mm -hmm. and then that skater can call off the jam. So if she gets through the pack and the other skater's right behind her, and then she manages to clear maybe 10 feet on her, and then she gets past two blockers, then she calls it off, and your point differential is 2-0. Mm -hmm. And then you rinse and repeat that, and that becomes the biggest strategic move in the game i'll tell you to, when you're there drinking like you don't know any of this <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it's, right it's really confusing you just see a pack of girls going around in a circle like, yeah it, well it's been said <laughs> it's been said that a lot of derby people feel that this game is going to teach people the rules of derby I more than, i was going to say that like that's the one thing like i, yeah. like, I will understand the game now right because <laughs> that lead jammer is the biggest rule thing and that's all you got to really know but you Other, added some like fantasy but we did stuff, i was going to get into like, that we added jumps right like so that. we added um 
we added a bunch of things that make it more accessible. Okay. The biggest of which being that um, we removed a lot of the complex rules. Like you can cut the track all you want. You're never going to get sent to a penalty box. You can, you frankly, you can punch people or, you know, oh. you can, because in, in real life, you can't just go punch someone in the back of the head. You're going to oh. get sent to the box. Okay. But in this case, we added things like fireballs where it turned <laughs> into a fireball and you just plow through. Nice. Uh, we have one power up we call the skate invader, which uh, you pick it up and it's kind of like, it's like the, it's not quite the same equalizer as what like the blue shell is in Mario Kart, but it's similar to that. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, it spawns a bunch of skaters on the track and they just tear through the pack. Actually, okay. our blue shell is more like the, we have this thing called the pink reaper that launches and if if you launch it at somebody and if if she doesn't call off the jam or get the shield before the thing comes back and hits her it can actually steal half of her points hmm. that she already picked up so so you kind of made it into like a kart racing we did, versus yeah. racing kart racing versus racing and then you guys made like a kart it's like a kart racing team yeah, yeah. sport game really yeah, yeah. cuz it's got these rules with the lead jammer stuff that you still have to care about of course and you can you can tell your pack to form a wall or to fall, fall back and assist you because, for example, the other thing is that if you're behind one of your own skaters, you can waggle the Wiimote and they give you a whip, like a boost forward, which is a real-life derby thing. And that, that way you get kind of instant speed bump like boost. Push yeah, they either push. Um, there's three, there's a few different types. Either they push you or you've got, like, the waitress whip where they or turn they backwards. The corner, right. like throw around. Or they go around the corner. And, yeah, yeah, and they just kind of take your arm and just kind of toss you around. Um, so we put that in, but, yeah, I mean... We wanted it to be, you know, we were having, at the time, we were having all these Mario Kart tournaments in the office. It was a big deal, actually. We Which would, car's your favorite? Um, I would say uh, the Brow Bowser. No, no, I mean, which, 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 which out of all the which Mario game, Karts, yeah. which game? Oh, what were we playing? I don't, um, I'm a it's just, it's fan, DS, so. it's DS, DS whatever, oh, yeah, okay. the DS one, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we tried to do the Wii one, but that, that didn't work so well. The, here's the thing about the DS one. Um, you can go anywhere and just have a tournament, so everyone would just bring their their DS's into the break room. Mm -hmm. And so we had this whiteboard and I, I'm not, I was always like second to last or something. So mm -hmm. I'm not the guy there's, there's like hardcore guys at frozen Kobe's that like really. And so like, if you're competing in the top three spots, those guys are always interchanging. And we had a belt, like a wrestling belt <laughs> that had a little picture of Mario on. And you know, that wow. he'd get to take it back to his desk for the day. And yeah, it was pretty, it was dorky. I mean, it was great. <laughs> dorky and great at the same time, if you can imagine that, but you're at IGN. So exactly. Yeah. You okay. understand. So, so we, we had all these tournaments going on and, and Adam Larson, who, who he would always be second or third best. He's, he was our lead programmer, loves kart racing games. And so we, we ended up kind of saying, okay, well, you like kart racing. That's what can you imagine? And, and our design process on this was really, can you imagine if we took the rules of Derby and superimposed them over uh, a kart racing kind of mechanic? And we're like, yeah, that's what we should do. Because we had gone through the simulation route mm -hmm. where back in 2008, we were thinking of making like a Madden style game sure. where you, you know, you go to the penalty box and you have to worry about your roster changes. Girls are going to get tired. And mm -hmm. so you got to swap out a new jammer and all this. And really, um, maybe someday we could make that game. But that's mm -hmm. a totally different game. It's like sure. comparing Madden to Mutant League football to Blitz. You know, there's right. three different ways to make a, a football game. Well, mm -hmm. there's at least that many to make a derby game. So it's cool that you guys chose like you know the subculture, which I personally know so many people that are involved in. You know, but Very like cool. I, I, you can talk to people and just they have never even heard of it. You know, and, and like right. just actually, make, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie to Whip have it. like the liberty yeah. to like make that game. Well, there's a whole roller derby movie coming out this year. Right? It, it well, Whip it came out. out. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah with Ellen so Page and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and mm -hmm. oh, that's right. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Did you like it? Yeah, cool. yeah. But it's cool. I was like, drunk, to be a... so I don't remember <laughs> how it ended. That, that's how you should be. <laughs> well, you knew it was a derby movie, apparently. Like, yeah. Ah, well. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. Uh, I mean, are, are there any other details you wanted to like, you know, bring across to the listeners for about Jam yeah, City? Yeah. Well, or? I guess I guess you know it's a WiiWare game. Um, mm-hmm. There's very few um, kart racing. I mean, there you know, there's obviously you can go and get Mario Kart on the Wii, and there's a lot of competition in that realm. But if you like that style of competitive racing, but with those kind of antics, and you don't know Derby, you're you know you're gonna like it. We've got five different tracks in there with. We've got jumps, we've got tunnels, we've got, you know, power-ups, everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to take it to the next step, I would encourage you to get this game because, you know, adding those those derby rules, even if you've never watched derby, I think you're going to find that becomes instantly competitive because mm-hmm. you're 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 hoping that that guy doesn't the, the the player doesn't call off the jam. You're hoping that your pack actually forms a wall if you told them to form a wall, and mm-hmm. you're hoping you get the next power-up or the next set of stars, uh, which stars give you stability, and then you're less likely to fall down. Uh, I guess I didn't mention the road rash tie-ins uh, because you gonna, can. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because you but. can, as you're as you're passing a blocker, if she's in your way, you can just block gotcha. her and knock mm-hmm. her out of the way. So I would say, you know, Mario Kart, Road Rash, and NBA Jams are our three biggest, okay. you know, influences. And if you like that type of sort of silly sports game, I think you're going to dig it, even if you don't like Derby. And yeah, it's it's out. It was out yesterday for a thousand Wii points. And uh, cool. You can also go to JamCityRollerGirls.com. We created a scoreboard, so if you we're also doing a contest now, so if you can beat the current top scores, which is we had two Derby announcers, Dump Truck versus Play versus Hurt Reynolds, um, and uh, uh, Dump. Love these names. I think Dump Truck lost. I think it's 64 to 60. So if you can top their scores, we're giving out a free copy of Jam City Roller oh, Girls. Nice. And uh, you know, just send us a screenshot, take a Polaroid or whatever, a Polaroid. But. Yeah, just like Nintendo Power. <laughs> just like nice. yeah, back in the day, right? Just take a little that. picture. Yep. Or Activision way back in the day where you take a picture behind Chopper Command score. <laughs> and you get a little badge. Yep, a little badge. Nice. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm curious, what's what's next for you guys? Do you, do you guys have so we platform in mind, 3DS? Well, uh, for Jam yeah. City, we really want to take this to some new platforms. Okay. And, um, cool. So we're going to do that. Okay. But we also have two teams that are operating. So we got another gotcha. team that's wrapping up now. Um, and we're going to be hopefully announcing pretty soon. Okay, so, cool. Um, and is is that another you know sort of downloadable game or are it's, you, okay. it's downloadable? So you guys yeah, are strictly yeah. in that realm then. We're strictly right now. We're you okay. know XBLA, PSN, and we were, and okay. we like that, but we do want to expand to, uh-huh. to iPhone and 3DS especially. So okay. yeah, very cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We got a we got a good team, a group of guys, you know, sort of half veterans from other places and half new people, and we're doing really good. So enjoying it up and. The frozen tundra, negative twenty degrees back home. Nice. Not looking forward to going back. You so. guys all really excited about the Super Bowl? And we got yeah, our Packers uh-huh. are in the Super Bowl, uh-huh. so that's pretty cool. Playing the Steelers, so yeah, I think I have to go with Green Bay to win that one. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, cool. Any any other questions from you guys? Anything else? I think no. Cool. Um, I think we're actually gonna wrap it here. Um, you know, we 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 are skipping our our usual you know reader question segment, um, just because you know we've got Ben here and everything like that. Um, so. Be sure to keep sending us your questions, mvc at ign.com. Um, and, you know, we'll, next week we'll be back to our regular format. Uh, one other special note. Um, be sure to listen to Game Scoop this week because we are doing a special segment with the, the Conduit 2 guys. They're coming in. We're going to chat with them a little bit. Um, and uh, so we'll have a little segment on Game Scoop. And, um, from yeah. Chicago, the Conduit 2 guys. So. Are, are they from Chicago? Yep. Oh, yeah. cool. Didn't know. Cool. Right down the road for me. Oh, awesome. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming in, Ben. And, thanks for having uh, me. Thanks for, having thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. And, again, you know, NBC at IGN.com. Uh, rate us on iTunes if you want. And uh, see you next week. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks, Rich.